0: Hello, and welcome to Pastor George's Bible Study. So, last week we were looking at um, one of the requirements of being
1: a laborer or a worker in the Lord's Vineyard.
0: And, um, Regine, can
1: you... Give us a summary. You are a scribe on this uh, Bible study
0: platform, so give us a summary of what we talked about last last week.
2: Um. So we looked at Mark three thirteen to nineteen. Yes. And um, those who work for the kingdom are chosen by Jesus, and we looked at verse fourteen. He appointed them that they may be with him. This shows his his intention of a permanent and internal relationship, one that continues to grow. As a follower, always stick with him in his presence as he will send us out. Um, Luke 10 sees the choosing of 72 followers who returned and reported the joy of the Lord's power over demons. This shows the importance of returning to the Lord. So the first qualification that we need is that we are to be with jesus and we looked at john 17 9 i have made you known to those who gave me out of the world they belong to you and you gave them to me we are not sent from ourselves but god doing his works not just for the sake but because we belong to him we cannot be sent if we are not with jesus when you are not sent by god despite passion and zeal or not with him heaven will put us aside Ahimaz was unable to report about the son of David, unlike the Kushite, showing an unreadiness and lack of knowledge. This is why he wasn't sent. Therefore, we need to be with Jesus to expand more in wisdom in order to say words with fluency and complete information from the Lord. And that's all I've written.
1: Thank you very much. Um, we we'll now look at another um, requirement very important um that we all need and we have to keep a check on at all times it's something we know already but it's good we we explore the word of god to see how much this particular issue if we do not handle it properly can stop anyone no matter how anointed the person is, no matter how close to Jesus that person is, if he or she does not keep a close check on it, it will disqualify him or her from being an effective worker for God. So it's something that Jesus raised, but it's good we look at it in detail and study around it. So, Let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 9.
0: Luke chapter 9, like I said, we know this. We will um, just look at it for our own edification again. Now, Luke 9, Jesus had just um, finished feeding the 5,000 And I'll read verse 23 down to verse 26. So the Bible says, he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to
1: save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for you to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit your very self? If any of you are ashamed of me and my word, the Son of Man will be ashamed of you. When he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. I read that from NIV, but I just want to look at it from New King James because I thought that was what I put on. It says, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up
0: his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desir- desires to save his life, will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, will save it. I'll stop there. We want to discuss the matter of self
1: as a hindrance to being an effective worker in God's vineyard. That's what we want to discuss this evening. And there are other scriptures we are going to bring around this to further explain and hopefully by God's grace, we will see
0: God's mind about the issue of dealing with self in the context of serving God. So I'll just start by saying, Jesus was talking to all of them here. He was talking to his disciples. As well, the disciples were not, um, were not excluded from this instruction. Jesus said, if anyone desires to come after me. So Jesus was laying down very clearly here, a condition for following him. Whoever desires to come after me, after him. That the first, the first is that that person
1: wants to follow Jesus. But well, there's a condition, and that condition, the first condition there, is a let that person deny himself. and um, can we look at it from the amplified text? It's just there, just please. Can you read amplified for us, verse 23, just that verse. Yes.
3: And he said to all, if any person wills to come after me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget and lose sight of himself and his own interests, refuse and give up himself, and take up his cross daily and follow me, cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly to my example in living, and if need be, in dying also.
1: So... Um,
0: I just thought we read that scripture just to expunciate what does it mean actually to deny yourself it looks as if that is a strange request how can a man deny himself but Jesus said it and it dropped
1: like you know it just occurred to me again
0: that jesus will not
1: tell us to do something that he himself he himself has not taken the first step to obey it will be hypocritical
0: for jesus to tell us something when he himself has not obeyed that instruction himself so can we discuss how is it what
1: does it actually mean we've read that scripture but we can also go ahead
0: and discuss it. What does it actually mean to deny itself? Kevin, yes, yeah. please. I mean the, the prime example is, is Jesus in the
3: garden where he said, If you you know, if it's possible, take this cup away from me. And, then he's, and, it, and it wasn't, he said, so not my will be done, but your will be done, which is the Father in Heaven. Not, yeah. uh, not Joe Bloggs around the corner or Harry up the road.
1: Yeah. Father in Heaven. Exactly. You know, the matter of not my will, not my will, but your will be done, is very crucial because all of us have our own will. We have our own intentions. We have our own programs. We have our own mind. But I see Jesus. He also showing us the right example. It's not as if Jesus did not have a will. I know when we look at it, it's as if he just did everything. But he had a will. That's why in that prayer, he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, Lord,
0: I wish that this cup will pass over me. But not my will. Not what. It's not what I want here that matters. It's your will Lord.
1: So. In in definition of self. And we read part of that
0: definition. In. um, In Amplified. He said. Whoever will deny himself. Should disown himself. Forget. Lose sight. So, you see, when the Bible says we should lose sight of yourself, it's only
1: saying don't bring yourself, your interests, your own ambition, your own plans. Don't make it priority. Don't make it number one. Don't make it the one thing that is at the forefront of your life. There is no way you can make your will, your own will, the primary thing or the primary focus in life, and you will please God. The two wills will clash. The will of God and your own will will clash. How can you now then follow God when your will
0: is what you are always looking at? So I'm seeing there that God is dealing with this issue of our will in dealing with Mr. Self.
1: Because if we do not know how to handle that, we cannot effectively serve God. You are going to see from scriptures, as we start looking at it together, people whose will came in between they
0: and God, and they could not follow God. In fact, they ended up in destruction because their will was number one. So when Jesus is telling everybody here, including us,
1: if any man desires, and it's a good desire, is it not a good desire to follow Jesus?
0: It's a good desire.
1: But Jesus is saying, if you desire to follow him, then the first prerequisite or the first
0: requirement, deny yourself. Because in order to To uphold that godly
1: desire of following Jesus. There is another desire that is going to stop us from doing
0: that effectively. And that is ourselves. And Amplified, going to call it your own interests. Let me see, in verse 23. He said, the person should lose sight of himself and his own interests. So, for for anybody who will follow Jesus, he must
1: put aside his own interest and look for the interest of God. Look for the interest of Jesus. Make the
0: interest of Jesus and of the Lord, number one. That must be that person's primary pursuit.
1: The Bible also says in that verse 23, it says that person should refuse
0: and give up himself. Now, I know you've heard this before. Does that mean
1: um, I must not be myself? <laughs> Have you heard that thing before? Does that mean I'm, I, I'm no longer a human being?
0: Why must, why must you say I should give up my own interest? Why 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 can't I
1: come? You know, people have said, oh, um, yes, follow God as you are. Have you heard that before? I'm following Jesus as I am. Yes, we agree that you are coming to Jesus as you are.
0: But you cannot continue to follow Jesus and be pleasing to him as you are. Now, that might just be, I'm not trying to be semantical
1: there. I'm just trying to say that if we are going, like we'll see now, maybe we should look at it. Look at what Jesus said in John
0: chapter chapter 6. Just open to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. If you look at verse, this was Jesus. John 6. Look at it in verse thirty-eight. Yes, Kevin. We'll look at. Oh, um, is it okay? Nika, you sent that. Yes,
1: we'll look at that. That scripture very shortly. But let's look at verse thirty-eight. Can somebody read
0: it for us? John six, verse thirty-eight. Yes. Um, Can somebody read it for us?
1: John chapter 6 verse 38. 38.
0: Yes. For I came down from
3: heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me.
0: Do you see that? Look at Jesus. He came down from heaven. He came down from heaven with a, with a, with a, with a purpose, not to do his own will but the will of him who sent me so how can a
1: man how can somebody serve God, how can somebody be effective
0: in the vineyard of the Lord and that person is doing his own will it's not possible
1: look at Jesus' mandate here he said I came from heaven not to do my
0: own will but but to do the will of him who sent him So, do you see Jesus? Jesus put his will aside to do the will of the Father. And this was Jesus' lifestyle throughout. I saw a very um interesting picture
1: now i call it a picture because it was just what happened that was being reported but
0: honestly
1: as i looked at it again it was it was a glorious picture a picture of jesus washing the disciples
0: feet let me let me go there so that we can we can see it again um Bear with me, I just want to look for that scripture there was this was where jesus Where jesus um washed the disciples' feet in i think is it John chapter thirteen just bear with me, I think. Yes, John 13. Look at it. Look at, look at John 13. It's very, it's so,
1: it's so, I, I, I know it's just words that were used to describe the story. But honestly, those words jumped out in my heart to re-emphasize re- that if I'm going to actually be effective in serving God, I must learn to put self in check now look at jesus in john 13 when he was washing the disciples feet the bible says in verse 3 jesus knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from god and was going to god
0: he rose up from supper and laid aside the garment Took a toil and guarded himself. After that, he poured water into a
1: basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe and to wipe them with the toil with which he was guarded. I don't know what you see there. Jesus was going to wash the feet of the disciples. And do you know how?
0: how demeaning that thing is. Do you know, in fact, you guys, I think I've talked about this before. I
1: examine people's feet at times in in my job. I'm telling you, it can be, you can, you can smell all sorts. <laughs> Some people, they just
0: remove their socks and you have to examine the feet. Ha! Ah, I thought I told you the
1: story of a man who I examined. I did not it was it was not a good it was not a good it was not a good experience.
0: I think he's a homeless man who who has not had his bath for a while. And by the time he took
1: his socks off, the
0: whole room.
1: The smell was bad. I made a mistake that day. I should have taken him to another room.
0: And just one song, not two, just one. By the time he removed it, the the smell just filled the whole room. The nurse that was with me ran out. So I had to quickly do the examination under direct.
1: (laughs) And Quickly,
0: immediately the man left. The nurse brought air freshener and sprayed the whole room. Do you know the air freshener did not? <laughs> the air did not work. It did not take away the smell. So what did I do? I had to leave that room. I'm just trying to tell you how, at times, demeaning. It is when you are dealing with people's feet. People's feet are not clean. They are not clean. So look at Jesus here. And it wasn't just one pair of feet he washed. How many pairs of feet did he wash with? Twelve. And I know some people, they will never touch anybody's feet. They will never,
1: because he gives them the tricks to touch somebody's feet. They don't like it. Now, that is, that is the issue of feet. But look at what Jesus did to do that, to wash these disciples' feet. The
0: Bible said he laid aside his garment. Jesus, now what does that mean? To lay aside your garment. To lay aside what he was wearing.
1: You know, for me, it speaks volumes. That that story there carries a lot of weight. So Jesus, what Jesus did was he laid aside his what he was using to cover himself. If you want to say Jesus laid aside his position, he laid aside his status, he laid aside his authority. In a sense, I'm just. It's not that he did that in. Actual sense, but it's just symbolic for me to read that he laid aside his status as their master and teacher. And what did the Bible say? He took a towel. Now, the word guarded for me just means he tied it, he He tied it around his waist. But the way King James put it, Gives me a lot of extra
0: meaning. He guarded himself. So he needed to put himself under. He needed to subjugate himself
1: to be able to wash his disciples' feet. Beloved brethren, do
0: you know in serving God, we need to do this all the time? In serving God, we need to learn to put ourselves under. Because you see, self will not allow you to serve God in a pleasing manner. Self will not allow you. Your will, your your emotions, your own plans, your own thinking will not allow you to serve God effectively. Can you imagine Jesus washing the feet of find, um
1: Judas Iscariot who was already betraying Jesus.
0: Excuse me, if you were Jesus and you knew somebody was betraying you, will you go and wash his feet? Do you know what I would do? If, <laughs> if
1: it was me. Yes, Nika.
4: Absolutely not, George. But absolutely. I'm telling you, in
1: fact, do you know if it was me i know you're going to betray me and you present your feet to me to wash <laughs> i don't think you walk out of that place <laughs> i don't think so that's your feet you used to walk to go and betray me by the time i handle it eh? but <laughs> let me not say what i will do <laughs>
4: Of course, I was thinking, you know, with this yes. verse, Jesus washing the feet of uh, the disciple. Um, obviously, feet uh symbolizes, you know, to used to walk and go. Does that mean I was thinking that God is preparing them to preach the gospel?
1: It, it's part of it because you see, the Bible says one of your weapons of warfare is yeah. your
4: feet. Feet, yeah
1: strudded or covered with the gospel of peace. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to wear the shoes of the gospel, your feet needs to be clean. Have you seen somebody who has dirty feet and is wearing a very clean shoe, a very lovely shoe? No. It's not proper. The person will clean his feet then and go and wear his shoe. So symbolically, yes. It could apply because uh, the gospel is represented as shoes for the Christian.
4: Yeah, but also, George, in Romans ten fifteen, it says there that how beautiful are the feet of him who brings uh, the good news. Exactly. So that exactly. means, George, yeah. even if your feet is this smelly or... Mm or dusty as long yeah. as you, you bring the as good. Long that,
1: exactly. <laughs> as long as you are using it to preach the gospel. For God, God doesn't look at your physical dirtiness of the feet. No. To Him, those feet are beautiful
4: because I mean, they are
1: carrying the gospel. I mean, I mean, they are carrying the gospel. It's not the physical, uh, whether it's dirty or smelly. That's not the issue. That feet, Those feet are carrying the gospel. So they are beautiful in the eyes of the Lord,
4: Amen. and
1: they should be beautiful for us as well. You know, so we saw there for Jesus. Jesus humbled himself. He gathered himself. He put himself
0: under to be able to serve people. And look at what he said when he finished washing their feet. He said this very important. He said that. Um, in verse 12 he said do you know what I have done to you you call me teacher and lord
1: and you say well for so I am if I then your lord and teacher as have washed your feet you also ought to wash one another's feet Jesus will never tell us to do anything that he himself has not done that's the glorious thing about our master no wonder he he carries authority because he's not just talking with
0: his mouth he has actually done what he's asked us to do when you talk about somebody who has authority he doesn't need to shout too much what he's telling you to do, he has actually done it. Do
1: you know why? eh? There is no amount of talking that Rishushina will talk about cost of living. Do you know why it will not budge with people? Do you know why? It's because he is not suffering like the way others are suffering. Eh? If a multimillionaire is trying to tell you, oh, relax, don't worry, we will sort you out, you know, the first thing you are doing is that you are looking at him and saying, he doesn't understand what I'm passing through.
0: You see, but that's not the case for Jesus. Jesus has actually done everything he's asking you and me to do. And that's why we have no option but to listen to him. So if Jesus put himself under, set aside his will, To follow God. You have no option but to do the same. Because he did it first. Let's look at something Jesus
1: did. It's so important. I'm sure you've read it before. Okay, maybe we should look at
0: Galatians first. Look at Galatians. Let's talk about it. In Galatians 2. Verse 20. Now. talking about putting self under so that we can serve God effectively and in a pleasing manner. Galatians 2, verse 20. Is Jezreel there? Jezreel, please, can you read verse 20
1: 20 and 21? Galatians 2.
4: The to twenty. So that it is no longer who I live, but Christ. It is who lives in me. The life that I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave
0: me and gave his life for me. Okay. Paul said that. He has been crucified. He said, I have been crucified with Christ.
1: And what was crucified? please? I, self, was crucified with Christ on the cross. And the effect or the consequence of that is that it is no longer I that is living. So, my will,
0: my interest should not take preeminence. Should not be the first thing now it is Christ because he has taken,
1: because myself and my, my human nature has been
0: nailed on the cross with him. So if that happened with Christ spiritually,
1: then the resurrected life that is meant to come out after that death, that kneeling on the cross is Christ. So that's why he said, but Christ, Lives in me. It is no longer I that lives because the I that was alive has been nailed with Christ on the cross. Now, Jesus Christ resurrected and we resurrected with Him. That's what, that's what scripture says. So if we resurrected with Him, it is not the old you that was nailed to the cross that resurrected. It is a new life that was resurrected and that life is in Christ. So he now says, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. Do you see? So if Christ lives in me, the life I am living now actually should be the life by faith in the Son of God. So I am actually living the life of Christ.
0: You can look at it this way. Jesus died for you and me on the cross. He took your place. He took your punishment. But the consequence of that is that since Christ died for me, it is only reasonable for me to live for him.
1: So I should represent his interest. Do you remember the thief on the cross? Or should I say, do you remember the the Barabbas
0: that was spared death? And Christ took his place. Remember, um, um, they were going to release a prisoner to the people. So there was an option,
1: whether to crucify Jesus or to crucify Barabbas. The people shouted, give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. So excuse me, Barabbas that should have died on the cross, Jesus died in his place. So what should Barabbas do now? He should come down and say, Ah, this man died for me. Is it not reasonable for me? I can't just go and be living my life
0: now. I should actually live for this man that died for me. That is the position of every system So for Barabbas to wake up and get up and say, Actually,
1: I'm not living my life for myself any longer. This man that took my place, I'm going to go and
0: check. What are his interests? What is his purpose in life? Why did he actually come? How am I going to live for him now? Oh, so I didn't know that. Barabbas means son of God. Is that, you've checked it, Kevin? Uh, I recently, but Bar means son of.
3: Yeah, by okay. Jesus. and Abbas, I believe, is God. I've not it's double-checked. Okay. It looks like Abba, father. Okay,
0: okay,
3: yeah. I will yeah. check it
1: for you then. I will check. Yeah. It. So it's only reasonable for Barabbas to go and live for Jesus, live for His interest. live for His will, for His aim in life, because He died. Jesus died for him. That's why we no longer should propagate our will and make it the, prompt, the first thing because we have somebody that has died
0: for us so we are no longer living for ourselves. Now, should we now look at how people who live for themselves proncated the work of God
1: the, the 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 estate of God's vineyard that they were meant to occupy, should we now examine what Mr. Self did to
0: stop that from happening? Now, there are several examples in scriptures, but we'll just look at a few of them. Let's look at the story of Judas. Hmm?
1: Now, do you remember last week we said we were looking at the prerequisites? or the requirements of following, of, of being a, um, a worker for God. And one of those requirements was Jesus called them to be with him. So Judas
0: was one of those who was called to be with Jesus. And that is a great privilege. But come and look at how his own will his own ambition stopped him from actually being an effective worker look at it let's just look at a very simple story of him go to John again um, yes John chapter 12 john 12. just a a few points on judas here this was the story of where mary the sister of martha broke that very expensive spartan oil and anointed the feet of jesus now um I can only see two of you in the house of the Salido. Please, can somebody read, apart from reading, can somebody read John chapter 12 from verse 4 down to verse 6. John 12, 4 to 6. Yeah, thank you very much. Well,
4: But Judas Iscariot, the disciple who had soon betrayed him, said, That perfume was worth a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief. And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Hmm.
1: Do you see Judas there? Yeah. Excuse me. This is the disciple
0: of Jesus. Hmm? A disciple of Jesus who expressed a good desire.
1: Look at it. Uh, well, it's not, it's not as if it was a good desire because that,
0: that oil was being used for Jesus. But you could say it's a noble intention. He said, the Bible says,
1: one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who will betray him, said, Why was this? Fragrant oil not sold for 300
0: denarii and given to the poor. Excuse me, to give the poor and help them, is it not a good thing? It is.
1: But look at the Bible. In verse 6, the Bible said, He said this, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. And had the money box. And he used to take what
0: was in it. Do you see how self. Is stopping Judas from serving God. He was only interested in himself. He was only interested in his pocket. So even what was being given to Jesus. To use for ministry and to help people and to do things what was he doing please he was stealing it for himself so even when he even when he, he expressed a
1: noble thing look at how the holy spirit showed off he said it's not that he cared for the poor excuse me should not a disciple of jesus care for the poor should not a disciple of Jesus have compassion for the poor?
0: Look at Judas. His self, himself, and his interest stopped him from actually expressing a genuine interest for the poor. You see, for me, it's very crucial. If we do not put
1: self under, it will spoil every work. We say we are doing for God. Self pollutes. It corrupts whatever good deed you are doing for God. Because self
0: is a pollutant. There are several scriptures, and you will see it. That's Judas. Eh? Now, let's look at Peter. Do you remember when Peter denied Jesus? You remember?
1: What so when he when he said when when they asked Jesus, when they asked Peter, Peter, oh, this man, you are one of his disciples. When he said, I do not know him, what was Peter doing there? He was protecting himself,
0: he was keep, he was trying to hold onto his himself. Anytime you hold on to yourself, you are automatically. Busy denying the lord of your life he was trying to protect himself and remember
1: what Jesus said in that scripture we read in um, Luke chapter 9
0: let me just read it again just for our, our reference whoever desires in verse
1: 24 Luke 9 24 whoever desires to save his life We lose it.
0: Peter was trying to save his life. He was trying to save his life. He was trying to save his reputation. He was trying to save his
1: his image. If they had told Peter and said,
0: Peter, oh, you look like one of those who are following Jesus. And supposing he said, actually, I'm one of his followers. Oh, but they are going to go and kill him. What would Peter say? Actually, he used to tell us why we were following him
1: that he will be led away in Jerusalem and he will be crucified. And do you know why he's being crucified? It's because he's going to die for
0: our sins. We are following him because we don't have any other option. He has the words of eternal life. Before you know it, put Peter we'll be declaring the gospel directly or
1: indirectly to those people sitting around the fire. People that did not have access or did not listen to Jesus or did not hear his words, Peter will be there to tell them about Jesus.
0: Anytime
1: we try to um, shield ourselves,
0: we are automatically denying the Lord and Savior of our lives. And God has to help us because, you see, this is a very quiet thing. It is not something that is very obvious. Self corrupts God's work. It corrupts God's work. And if we check through scriptures, that, is being, that has been the pattern. Yes. So, Kevin has just reminded us of this scripture in
1: Matthew chapter 10. i say in verse 31, he says, Fear ye not therefore, you are more valued than many sparrows. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whoever shall deny me before men,
0: him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. That's very true because God has to help us so that we do not project or try to make ourselves number one. Every time we make
1: self number one and we make our will number one, there will always be conflict with the will of the Father. With the will of God. And there's no way you can please God when you are, your will is always clashing with His own. Do you remember the story of Gehazi,
0: the prophet, the prophet, Elisha and Savan. Yes, Kevin. Yeah, just before you go on that, I
3: just want to say like fear, is, you know, it tells us not to live in fear 365 mm-hmm. times and it, it is often fear that um that causes us to do that and that's why that, that first verse which really struck me just said, fear ye not, therefore ye are more valued than many sparrows. God's gonna protect us in all situations. He'll mm. the outcome will but it's our fear, our fear of lack, our fear of mm. hurt, our fear of missing out, our fear of mm. food or whatever it is, mm. our fear mm. of security, mm. um which causes, you know, causes us to do you know, protect ourselves, basically. Yes. When we don't need to, because God God's promised to
1: protect us. Exactly. You know, that scripture, the um the other script the other reference to it, when Jesus was talking, was it in Matthew chapter seven now? In Matthew seven,
0: it was this same
1: pear that Jesus talked about.
0: Um when he was trying to after when he was talking in Matthew seven, he said, Um, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink.
1: Eh? No, about your body, what you put on. It's not life more than food, and body more than clothing. You know, and he went on from that verse twenty five straight down. Jesus was addressing fear and that's why he now said in verse 33 Seek first the kingdom of God and his
0: righteousness When you make him first when you make his will first the matters of his interest first
1: God is not a wicked God he's a father he settles you when you make him first so he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. You see, Jesus was trying to say, if you look at the Gentiles, those that don't know God, he said, it's because of fear they chase all these things. And the Bible says in verse 2, for all these things, the Gentiles seek after people who are not interested in God, they chase these things because that is their fear. I what will I eat? Like yeah, what are, will I drink? Where will I stay? Well, what will I do? How can I make money? They make it the pursuit of their life because
0: they are afraid. But what's what's God telling us? Make me first in your life. And I will look after those things. It was fear Jesus was addressing him. I'm, pray, I'm praying that the Lord will help us. That we will. Be conscious that we must not allow self, ourselves, our interests, carry the day. We remember Gehazi, the servant of Elisha. Honestly, when
1: I remember that story, it's very painful because someone like
0: Gehazi should have taken over from Elisha. It's almost like the story of Judah. Judas had a great privilege to enter a great walk for God as one of the apostles of Jesus. The same with Gehazi. Gehazi
1: was very close to Elijah. He saw he was eating and sleeping,
0: you know, close to Elijah. He saw Elijah's miracles. The same with Judah saw Jesus' miracles. Isn't it? He saw firsthand how Elisha was working with God. He saw it. But, you see, at the end of the day, he allowed self his own interests. Maybe we should look at that story. The story, you know, you will hear what Gehazi said. And it interests me because um look at it. It's in um just bear with me. This is king um it's in Second Kings Second Kings um Chapter. Just let me look for it. I think it's chapter five, Second Kings five. I'm not sure now, but I think because I remember chapter six is the story of um, how the axe. High chapter
1: five. Yes, exactly. So Second Kings chapter five. Go down to verse. Look at what you know when Naaman came. And he was so pleased that he had been healed and all that.
0: And he came back to Elisha, and he urged him to take um, the gift from his hand. Now look at, <laughs> look at what Gehazi
1: said when Naaman went, when Elisha told him that, see, it is not the time to take gifts and all that. Look at what Gehazi said in verse in verse um, twenty. Let me read it. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, "Look, my master has spared Naaman, this Syrian, while not receiving from his hands what he brought. But as the Lord lives, I will run after him and take something from, his, from him." Do you? Do you see that language? Do you see how he was talking? Do you see his thinking? He saw Elisha as the man of God who will help people, and because he did not take gift anything from <laughs> from Elisha from Naaman. look at what he said. My master has spared <laughs> what was that what is what is Jehazi thinking then? That as as a man of God, he should be a hunter collecting things from people. That the work of, the gift of God is not free. Do you remember what the Bible says? Freely you are with him, freely give. Excuse me, how much work did Elisha work to bring a miracle? Through, God used elijah Do you remember? What did Elisha do to be a a vessel for which God passed through to bring the miracle in Naaman's life. What did Elisha do? How many days of fasting and prayer (laughs) did Elisha do?
3: Eh? How much of... He didn't even come downstairs, did he? He
4: didn't even. Thank you. (laughs) He didn't even show his face. He just gave instruction. Isn't it, George? Exactly. So it's not a matter of like, uh, you know, he prayed so hard to God. Exactly. You know, no, it's like effortless.
1: Exactly. But look at Giazi. You see, is the thinking of Giazi, a man who puts himself first. He said, My master has feared. What does that mean? Maybe we should read it from another translation. Uh, let's read it just to get the, 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 The 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 thinking of this servant, this yazi of a man, and God must deliver us so that we do not think like that. Is so important. Now, can
0: we read it from another translation? That scripture. Yes, which translations do you have? King James. Okay, what did King James say? Verse 20. He used the same word, speared. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, what did um, (laughs) most translations use the word speared? Permit me to use Look at what a message said. Message said,
1: my master has let this Armenian neyman slip, Sleep from his finger. Do you see? Do you see? This is the language of a man who sees other people as food, who sees other people as
0: uh, as people he can devour or he can feed upon. He said, My master has spared this man. This, God has brought a
1: miracle to his life, but ah, how can he just allow him to go? We must get something. You see? You see what he said in that key? What did King James say? He said,
0: I will run after him and take something. That is what self wants. It's always looking for something. Goods. He's always looking to prop up himself. How can I allow Nima to escape? We must get something.
1: You know, back in Nigeria, we, we always we, we, when we when we are joking with friends, we say, "Please give me something." Maybe you want to collect money from the person. You say, "Ah, ah bro, can't you give me something? Can't you put your hand in your pocket and bring out something?" That something is money, of course. (laughs) But, you know, we've just coded it. Something. That is what flesh wants most times. He wants something. Flesh, Mr. Self, will not just do God's work quietly and wait for God to reward him. He's
0: always looking for how he can get something from the work of God. Yes, Kevin. I think, is it Psalm 37 or Psalm
3: 73? I think it's 37. Is it, um, where it talks about, it doesn't talk about it, but it, it infers sort of things like Christians who think, I'm a good Christian. Why does that guy over there have a nice big car, exactly. a nice big house? He's healthy and all those sorts of things.
1: And, Psalm 73. Um, yes. Psalm
3: 73.
1: Yes. He said, I, I remember that. It was Asa, isn't it? He said, he said, I looked on the prosperity of the wicked. And I felt bad. He said, but God, why? These people are, they are enjoying themselves. But the Bible said he did not, he had to repent. He said, I now understood their end when I went into the house of God. You see, self doesn't look at the will of God. It doesn't look at the program of God. Self is always concerned about what he will eat now. He's always concerned about the momentary success. Now he's always looking at looking at what he will devolve, or what reputation, what will be of his benefit. It's always about him. But anybody who will follow God, he has to put that aside. Look at Jesus. The Bible said Jesus looked at the glory that was going to come.
0: Do you remember in in um, Hebrews chapter 12, maybe we should read it. This is Jesus who has led to put self under the Bible. Said
1: in Luke, in Hebrews 12, when, Je- when the Bible was encouraging us to look up to Jesus, it, it, it now looked at it, now gave Jesus as an example. In verse 2, he said, Looking unto Jesus, the author, Hebrews 12, verse 2 looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne, right hand of the throne of God.
0: Mr. Self doesn't see spiritual things. The Mr. Self doesn't look at the glory that is going to come. Mr. Self, that's, that's not his concern. When you tell Mr. Self, why don't you
1: wait for your reward in heaven? Mr. Self will say, excuse me, I want
0: to eat my reward now. That's what Mr. Self does. Yes. So, chapter um 17. Uh, uh, Psalm 33 also that
1: also makes reference to that. I think the the one I was talking about is in Psalm 73, where it
0: said something similar. Um it said, There it said, God, truly, God is good to Israel, to such as are uh, of a pure heart. But as for me,
1: my feet almost stumbled. My steps had almost slipped, for I was envious of the boastful. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. I know he went on. He said, they, 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 they scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens. Their tongue walks through the earth. You know, these ungodly, they are always at ease. They increase in riches. Verse 12. So he now was questioning himself. He said, surely I have cleansed my heart in vain. I washed my hands in innocence. For all
0: day long, I have been plagued and tested every morning. You know? So all this is self.
1: Self looks at other people and compares himself with them and say, ah, I am not doing well. Why am I not doing well? I cannot accept my lot. I'll give an example. Was it not Mr. Self that 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 Abraham was referring to? Do you remember Abraham when he didn't have a child? He went to God. He said, "God, wait, 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 wait. What will you give me? Huh? I don't have a son. I don't have a child. I only have this servant, and this servant is the one that will inherit everything. What will you give me?" Self makes you look at, make you ignore the promises of God. Self makes you forget the promises of God and focus on
0: your own immediate needs. It's always about you. Self doesn't want you to look at Jesus. It always wants you to turn back and focus on yourself. So, we are going to pray. I'll stop here. We are going to pray. Come and join Pastor George's Bible Study at 8 p.m.